Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rivals pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson, scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years, here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick First time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step. To 53342. New York, call the 24 7 Hope Line at 1 877 8 Hope and Y or text Hope and Y four six seven three six nine. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another episode of Crypto Bros. I'm your host, Jason Madison, joined always by my co-hosts, Mike Risset, Chris Epps, and Mike McGoy. What up, fellas? How y'all feeling? Feeling good. All right. Feeling great. Yeah, yeah. How are you doing? I'm all right, man. You know, I can't complain. I uh, wish I had a clone X or an invisible <laughs> friend. <laughs> <laughs> Or even a uh, one of these unrevealed baits. PFPs. You know, I'm I'm real. Uh, I'm just the definition of FOMO on the NFTs. You know, you should be. I'd say, say a little bit late and a little bit of FOMO. Yeah. yeah. At least you pick good projects. You do pick good projects. To send to us. You, you, yeah. Four you months pick, later. You pick the ones that. Yeah. Know, yeah. Blockbusters. Right, right. Um, yeah, I mean, after they the Netflix, yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, what's up with y'all? What's up, with y'all? We got a lot of things going on this week. Uh, Mike, man, Mike a few things I, moving, uh, few, a few things moving. I mean, obviously, yeah. you know, I was we were talking earlier about the petrodollar and the Saudis threatening to come off the petrodollar and what that means to the U.S. dollar. Just long story short, we had some long-standing agreement with Saudi Arabia from like the 40s, essentially that as long as they continue to give us oil, we'll allow them to utilize our military. And this has been long-standing. Also, the other side of that was that they also had to continue to transpire, to transact in U.S. dollars. And so what that did is basically creates a whole nother market for the U.S. dollar. And so now with them threatening to walk away from uh, or 
what they're doing is because of sanctions, Russia is now with China, they're now trying to basically purchase uh, oil with rubles or with Chinese yuan, which could be catastrophic to the US dollar. Mm -hmm. So when the US dollar falls, then you start to see the price of gold, silver, commodities, Bitcoin, Ethereum, those are all going to take off alongside with it. So kind of keep an eye out on that. Right. So China is trying to make their move. They have to. I mean, Russia, basically all these countries are like, like and think of it from their perspective, right? It, it, let's just say you, you are, as an American, if you're buying whatever, you know, from Argentina, as an American, you're like, why do I have to use like this Russian fucking ruble to buy cotton in Argentina? It has no, it has no reason why I should be doing it. Right. So they're kind of seeing the same thing. Like, why are we doing it? Why are we using U.S. dollar to transact between Russia and China to buy oil? Like, that shit's goofy. And so then, you know, again, this is going to be good for us, man. Ultimately, because this is going to push the price of Bitcoin. I'm telling you, like that. When that starts happening, that's when we start to see the whales jumping out of U.S. dollars into, you know, the big market cap cryptos. Well, that's sir. really good for us. Well, my my good sir, uh, it's at forty four two right now. So I mean, I'm pretty sure that's uh, the the fool who owns Luna is pumping that shit right now. So what's it going to pump to? Like, imagine what's it going to pump to after this guy with his I don't know how much. I think he said like a trillion dollars worth of Bitcoin he's buying. Who's oh, that? Wow. Uh, Do Kwan. I don't remember the number. That's a, so what, don't quote that. The yeah. number of the dude who made or who owns Luna. Right. So uh, that, was, that was a big story today. I mean, yeah. not today, but this week. Uh, this week? Yeah. yeah. I, so we didn't talk about that in the chat, but who is this dude? What's the, what's the actual story? He's basically pumping the market because he said that he's going to buy uh how much of bitcoin oh it's only 10 only 10 only yeah, 10, 10 billion, billion. that's what i thought that's only what I thought. yeah it was 10 billion yeah, yeah, um yeah, but said, don't quote me on that. uh right. no so he he works or owns i don't know what he, he's like the head of terra or what's his yeah terra luna i don't know what his what his thing is he's in charge he's a founder and it's a it's his own chain that uses stable coins and Bitcoin as a reserve, and they, or stable coins were its reserve. I believe they switched to Bitcoin recently, uh, but they use Bitcoin a lot on their chain and their protocol. And now they're switching to Bitcoin and he's buying up a bunch of Bitcoin with the stable coins, I imagine. Oh, Basically wow. making it, I believe, like a Bitcoin DeFi, you know, base chain more, more likely. I don't know. When did he announce that? Or when did this happen? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I mean, he announced doing that. Hold on, Chris. Hold on, Chris. So, Mike, how does my audio sound right now? It sounds much better. Okay. All right, cool. It sounds much better. Yeah, it was clipping. It sounds much better. Okay, cool. All right. Go ahead. Um, so, uh, sorry, what was the question? Shit. He said, when is when is he planning to uh, buy the Tim? Oh, when he announced this? He announced it, uh, was it maybe a week ago? Uh, it was like the 10th. He said that we have $10 billion. Shit, I just saw it. It was the 10th or something like that of this month. Yeah. So it's been like he's already he's already doing it and confirmed it kind of uh, this last week that they are still buying more. He told everyone to short it earlier today to go ahead and short it. Mm -hmm. uh, people are, I think, uh, already shorting at 45K. You can like look at look at all the fucking puts right there. Mm -hmm. uh and i'm pretty sure they're gonna short squeeze that all the way up uh, i think this is probably like the one of the other catalysts this plus ukraine plus you know it's time for it's so, also spring and the market does what the market does right and i think it's yeah i mean last spring it, it popped but was this the same part uh was this part of the same story where there's a bitcoin stable coin um uh, yep so is this the, the same guy. story? It's the same story. It's Luna, yeah. Okay. Yes. So, so UST is a uh, Terra Luna. Terra Luna is the name of the the chain. Mm -hmm. uh, Luna is the name of the token on Terra. That's like the base token, and then 
there's UST, which is the stable coin mm-hmm. uh, on Terra, which has become pretty liquid and big in the last fucking one year, dude. It's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a really good chain. Uh, we tried to get in it at the top, uh, the Dow, infamous Dow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, it's definitely a good, uh, a good project. I'm not in it right now. But I'm probably entering it soon. Again. Enter. So. Uh, no, I would no. I it, it's good. It's a good project. No, no, no financial advice. No, I'm just saying, like, but not financial advice. Entering it, how though? How would you? Uh, probably how we should have last uh, as a group, which would be farming with the stable coins when I make money on something else. So okay. stabling up in UST and going on chain and depositing that somewhere and farming Luna, hopefully, or some other token that's going to be on there. Okay. Can you, can you explain yield farming? Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, yield farming, farming, which we talked about a few times, is gaining uh, APY or uh, yield off of a cryptocurrency that you deposit or stake into a smart contract or a, a protocol that is... Uh, meant to you know create and lock value into ponzi right so (laughs) so you're so you're buying a coin you're buying a coin and then you get interest off of the coin based you own a you own a coin Uh uh-huh like you might have bought it you might have earned it you might get it for free it might be your usd right sample coins you just converted from dollars in your bank account to dollars on crypto on a crypto chain Mm-hmm. And you deposit it into a, a app or a protocol or some new weird funky little thing called Yam Finance oh. or some weird shit, and then you will earn that token of the protocol. Usually, mm-hmm. sometimes it's real basic. You'll just earn Luna, or you earn something random that has a million APY for a day or two, mm-hmm. uh, and you know you can get real risky, and then hopefully earn a bunch of tokens. Uh, and for, for people like me, I feel like this is genuinely the future. This is the future of banking. This is, I mean, there's going to be no reason to walk into Wells Fargo trying to get an annuity because this is essentially what you're doing, just annuitizing your tokens. And so ultimately, I feel like me personally, like in my life, that's going to be life changing, game changing. I feel like it also allows me to have an avenue where I can even control my own retirement. And that's something that's really important for me. So I really feel like DeFi and, uh, and yield farming are ways that, you know, ultimately can create real financial freedom. And that's the reason why I do this shit. I don't give a fuck about how we get the bread or, you know, right. or what project, what PFP, like what, we don't care what ticker it comes with. It's just about getting the bag up. And then if you can then annuitize that bag to then pay yourself, year after year after year after year without having to work or move or whatever what's better than that no for sure but there's also the risk there's the but you know there's obviously the risk of being rugged Um, yeah but i don't think vitalik is going to rug me you know what i mean i don't think this guy i don't think this guy's going to rug you it's yeah, you can get that's the other thing too. Like the risk, Mike. I think we always have to like describe to people. Like when I talk about yield farming, I'm not putting it in for seven percent on something that's safe. All the things that are safe are going to be in the single digits, uh, lower, you know, double digit APY. When I talk about yield farming, because of my history and degeneracy, degen history, uh, I would, uh, you know, I usually put it into something that's like a five figure minimum uh, APY. Uh, most of these things are safe. You're not going to get rugged on Ave by the protocol or by someone. You might get rugged if you take a loan and you rug yourself. Uh, but it's it's pretty hard to get rugged these days. It's and it's rare and it's usually something real risky. Not what something Mike would suggest for a client or for himself. You know, right. Speaking or of something, I would tell anyone to go into. Yeah. Speaking of loans, did you see the thing um, about the flash loan? I don't know if you, maybe you sent it about the flash loan uh, for the apes. The guy held four apes and then got the. No, apes. he didn't hold them. Or not, he but yeah, explain, <laughs> explain what happened because he got the apes, then he got the ape token from the apes, 
and, and returned the apes. And made, yeah, exactly. Made six figures off of. So uh, people are going to get like real interested in this shit. So this is a thing called a flash loan. Uh, it is basically you're, you're taking advantage of a price difference in things mm-hmm. because it's decentralized. So there's different markets. There's Uniswap where we buy tokens and there's sushi swap where we buy tokens or pancake swap where we buy tokens and there's coinbase where you can buy tokens uh this flash loan stuff basically takes advantage of a price difference between all these things because not everything is going to be the same price bitcoin on multiple different exchanges are different prices even if it's you know by a cent and people with a lot of capital can manipulate that and or utilize that by arbitraging the market and then at the same time earning money up you know fixing the price basically and they earn a, a profit from that price difference, but you got to do it within a split, you know, second. You can't. People see you making moves like it's it's. There's too much bots and robots, blah blah blah. It's hard to do that. <clears throat> but a bot did this, do. right? So the so what you do? I, it was it was a person who engineered a bot. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. There's flash loans which have been around for a minute where you can do these crazy swaps, uh, with like millions of dollars within a second and earn a couple hundred thousand or half a million, blah, blah, blah. This guy made a flash loan contract, which within like 30 seconds borrowed. Uh, he had bought like a, a ape already, and then he borrowed five apes with his capital mm-hmm. in that process, or five ape tokens from a yield farming app that you can put NFTs on in yield farm. So there's, you can get this ape or BAYC token. He got five of those, which is like fucking a, probably a million dollars or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. He got a loan in the 30 seconds, uh, uh, redeemed the apes for that loan, mm-hmm. uh, earned money on doing that because of the price difference and him having the tokens. And then he got the apes, uh, went to the site or rede- or claimed the airdrop of ape from those apes and then mm-hmm. redeposited the apes and deposited the ape tokens all within like 30 seconds. It's written in a code mm-hmm. and it does like 50 transactions at once if you want to. Right. And in that process, he basically took advantage because no one was holding those apes. They're in a vault mm-hmm. uh, in this app called NFTX. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that vault, you can deposit your NFTs and get a token and sell that token or get yield by earning that token. And there's a, you know, there's a bunch of apes in that token. I mean, the vault homie just borrowed them real quick and claimed the, the free coins that were allotted to those NFTs yeah. and returned them because he had the capital. He had millions of dollars to do it. Or a couple hundred thousand. We don't. I can't. We haven't decided. Figured out how much. I'm guessing he's like he has a million dollars. Right. And yeah, earned like you know half a mil or earned like a quarter mil. Yeah. In thirty seconds. Yeah. As a, as a steal. <laughs> that's a, and I've been seeing the, there's also ways people up, like that's not really abusing anything, but most of the time we hear about flash loans as a tax or mm-hmm. we hear about them as being a tax, but there's flash loans literally all the time, all nonstop, like companies and protocols have to use them to do some of their work and arbitrage and make sure things cost the same across the line, across the different markets. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's been a lot of flash loan, like uh, attacks or flash loan, like uh, vampire attacks or things that like take advantage of a system because they do that and it fucks up the system. And then some guy just, Put in a hundred thousand and came out with a million because he knew that there was a weird back door if you do 50 things at once. It's crazy. Right. right. Some smart people out there. Yeah, some really smart people writing these smart contracts. Yeah. Yeah. Like your boy Vitalik, aka the uh, crack crackhead Tom Brady. Oh my god, that was <laughs> yeah. Yeah, did you nigga, guys see that? My nigga hit Time magazine. Vitalik Buterin was on the yeah. cover of Time magazine, then the internet. Memed my nigga, and he memed the internet. <laughs> yeah, he, he said, "I don't even know who this fool is. I don't even know who Tom Brady is." But I, and then Tom Brady came out and said, "I love this fool." I didn't see Tom but, Brady. But, 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 <laughs> yeah, he, he came out and responded, and then also shielded his own project. It was brilliant. And <laughs> so you know, Tom took the high road as he is, right? Took the high road and. It was all, but I know who you are. And then also, you know, Shilla's project was, like, I think, called Autograph or something like that, yeah. which I think is on, it's an NFT project on Ethereum. Yeah, it's actually pretty, I think it's one of the only uh, project, one of the only athlete ones I've seen that, like, done well so far. Like, it's yeah. done pretty well. I think it's, like, I'm ready. Got a pro- got an NFT project? 
Yeah, that one for like a year. You know what? I've heard about them having NFTs, to be honest with you, but I never looked at any of the athletes' NFT projects. Um, That's the only one I keep hearing. Like, yeah, I haven't. I haven't looked at who else has one because Gronk had one. Gronk Gronk, had one. Gronk put out NFTs. Yeah, there's also like you know the like there's series I think Top Shots did of other players that weren't on the NBA. I feel like or something, but. Uh, I think Messi, oh, Messi has one, some shit like that. So what? What is Tom Brady's NFT thing called? Do y'all know? I think it's called autograph. Oh, it just says one item. Is it one on one? I don't know. Mm, I don't know. I have to look. We we'll have to look it up off air. Um, yeah. I, I have to look at the athletes' NFTs because you know it's funny. Like the, also, the athletes are the ones who get in trouble. Yeah, no, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a crypto featured icons: Tom Brady, Tiger Woods, Derek Jeter, Wayne Gretzky, Tony Hawk. It's a bunch of athletes. So, yeah, these are fired. These are actually kind of fire. What? They're all like, on Open uh, Sea. No, it's on his plat. It's like his own platform. Send the link in the chat, son. Yes, sir. Just uh, print more silly. Yeah, I mean, he's been all about it. Huh? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is actually one of the best looking, or like, I think one of the better looking athletes slash celebrity things have come out. Because he's been in the game for like a year. He's like, he's uh, another person who came in, kind of came in like, uh, and earned his way, like, earned, earned my respect, earned a lot of people's respect. Whenever he like talks about NFTs, is like, like, oh, yeah, Tom, he's in there. Him and, like, even Steph Curry. Yeah. Steph Curry hasn't made anything, I don't think. But he's been in for a minute, too. I mean, but didn't he just buy that one, bro? See, this is the shit. And this is very <laughs> interesting. You could literally just buy yourself a seat at the table. I love yeah. it. But you well, know what, what it is, Mike? It's the it's the certain celebrities that these people, mostly nerds, <laughs> like. You know what I'm saying? Like, they love Snoop Dogg. They love certain yeah. people. Like, and it's other celebrities they just don't fuck with. You know what I'm saying? Like, because none of these niggas understand how this shit works. You know, like, so it's not like any of them are extremely more knowledgeable about the shit. But certain celebrities, the people in this space, in crypto and in NFT worlds, you know, they're like, oh, he's cool. We like him. Also, I think if there's if you got time in the market, it's the same phrase all the time. Like, was it? Oh yeah, Waka Flocka. He's been he's been up in a you know hollering about it for a minute too. Yeah, I think it just depends on if you really put in the time. I think even Paris Hilton earned her respect a little bit. <laughs> That's funny to fucking say aloud. Incredible. But she lost enough money and then stayed in and kept buying and bought some. But didn't they? Wasn't she? Or she wasn't one of the people that was in an NFT scam, or was she? No, but oh wait, I think she. No, that was Kim who got who was right. advertising the scam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she made her own project or something, which kind of whatever did whatever. Okay. And then she got like you know she got her second wind of NFT hype from I guess announcing she bought an ape, which is that's what I'm saying. The ape thing is a right. You know, well, you can't beat them, join them. But then you got I just saw like that Madonna TV. just bought one. Who? What did you say? Madonna just bought one. Bought an ape. Oh, Jesus. All right, never mind. <laughs> but then you got people like AB, you know, from the pit to the palace, <laughs> shilling the, uh, what was the ape, not the ape punk knockoff? And then they didn't they rug people? Or they yeah, didn't sell they, out or they, what? They, they, they closed I the Discord saw, or something? I saw shit? something about that. Yeah, what happened? <laughs> I don't know. I, all I saw was that it was the, the tweet got deleted after something happened. Yeah. And that it was like spell wrong or something. People were being dicks about that part. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, that's common. The same shit happened with Uzi. It happened with a lot of this shit happens so often. Right. Every every bull run. Yeah, this is a uh, we're in the super cycle, guys. You know, would you say Bitcoin's at forty four right now? Yeah, bro. ETH is back above three. It's at what thirty one hundred thousand a day. Thirty one hundred. Yes, yeah, it's, it's been marching, marching back in the right direction. Uh, March Madness. March Don't Madness. Don't do it, Jason. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. Um, man, 
I won't I won't give details on the conversation, but actually I'll just say like certain people have definitely came to me upset that Bitcoin didn't go to a hundred thousand because I said I said I thought it was going to a hundred thousand last year. Oh like, really? Yeah, for sure. And uh, that's why people I never I say don't I like yeah. All the all the normies are are quietly upset. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? anybody who's not anybody who dibbled dabbled or isn't in it for real right now is is kind of upset at yeah. Crypto. But you know it's going back up. Yeah. Now, so I'm saying because because now it's like they didn't talk shit, you know. So mm-hmm. it's gonna be interesting to see the other side of this cycle after the people who have you know. Oh, I tried it. Then I talked shit about it. And you know what I'm saying? I was hoping that that was the last I heard. Like when we get the actual full mass adoption, you know, uh, Mickey Mouse coin that, you know, like at Disneyland or whatever, you know, like it's going to be interesting. Like the ape coin thing kind of like made me just think about how expansive this is going to get in terms of like coins projects and th- and just like all of this shit it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot we still haven't got coinbase nft <laughs> like exactly and there and that's highly tied into ape you see that shit like yeah. i think all of us kind of realized this like in our in the last week like yo this is probably what we've been thinking would would happen sooner or later just couldn't envision it and this is the perfect example like i was looking at the page for ape the team page and you look at their linkedins and Boy, they are no joke. Right. They are all, you know, from like in their LinkedIn, they all have domains that they created or sold. I'm like, oh, yeah, these fools are no like I didn't, I didn't recognize half the names, but or I did like the crypto people, but two or three of them are from other sectors coming in. They got gaming, they got mark, they got the crypto market, like top people, they got everyone and all the money in the world to play with and all the backing now with Coinbase market, like I think Coinbase NFT market is going to be uh, part of their marketplace. Yeah. Or whatever for Ape and BAYC. And I'm finally in, so I'm never fudding them again. I'm finally in there. I'm never going to fud these cheesy niggas ever again. <laughs> what do you mean? You got an Ape? Where are you at? <laughs> oh, I got some Ape coin. Oh, okay. Where's Rose at? Yeah. <laughs> He's, He's been quiet the whole pod. Man. <laughs> what is there to say? What is there to say? I think he, he's on the hunt now. He knows. It's, it's I've, work time. I've now. been right. <laughs> you know? Um, well, wave your flag for a little bit. Hey, man, you know, this is episode nine, man. One through eight. Go check me out. <laughs> I speak when I have something to say, man. So, so talk to me about the uh, the Bape NFTs. Um, how do we feel about Bape, like in the post Nego world of the brand? You know what I'm saying? Is it still? I'm gonna tell you why I bought it. Yeah. And the reason was, I had, I had seen it. I didn't know when it was coming out and I forgot about it. Chris sent it to our group chat and he was like, buy it right now. It just minted. I bought it double the mint price, but I think that the Asian market still has a very, uh, not sentimental spot for babe, but they have like, you know, the value proposition of it in Asia is still there. So I think Asia will respond to the NFTs. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling. It's right. also all it's also 3D art that and not to say that the Asian market loves the 3D art more than like any other market, but I have noticed that you know they do kind of take likings to like the 3D art more than like the 2D stuff um, in certain projects. So, and you know, I'm a vape. I know about the IP of vape and I still rock with it personally. Right. Um, and I think, well, shit, man, like 
not to compare to anything, but if any brand, like, you know, they're a prime candidate out of any brand that have a successful NFT project. <laughs> right. Like just right. based on the history of the brand. Um, so nothing really passed that. Uh, uh, so how do you, so as far as your like buying style, your purchasing style, like you you feel like in that scenario because you know like after the weather report thing for me i was more so now trying to figure out if i was to ever get one again like how would i go about it in terms of like if i didn't get on a whitelist right would i be yeah. trying to rush to mint or and if i didn't mint like like i was feeling myself like after my weather report experience maybe i will wait till after the reveal to yeah. try to cop something so i could see you know um versus like the pre-reveal which you kind of put in yourself at a little more risk like obviously it's still a risk reward and you can have more reward with the unknown but what you know what i'm saying what was went into your decision well from a risk management side they, I think I bought them at 0.6. And so a project like this, I would expect at some point, I mean, it, to go at the lowest, you know, a little over an ETH, at the highest, you never know. Right. Um, and then like in terms of stop loss, I bought it at 0.6, it minted at 0.3. I really don't see it going under mint price mm -hmm. just based on the IP of Faith right. and, and their history of a, as a brand. And the, the NFT will have some type of like utility towards drops and events and shit like that. So right. they, like, they put that in the, they got a roadmap that, out and all that already? No, but they, I don't know. I, bro, I, I really don't, I didn't even look too much into it. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah, yeah. Chris was like, sure go ape into it. And I was like, fuck it. Like, I'm going to ape into it. <laughs> yeah. like, I blindly aped. You yeah, know? yeah. Because I, because I'm, you know, part of my strategy or my thought going into a future strategy as well is like, if I was to buy multiples, then I might do one in one. You know what I'm saying? Or two in one or however, you know, like, just kind of yeah. like the 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 thing that hurt me the most in the process was if I would have waited till after reveal, I could have got something for close to mint price that was actually dope that I liked. You know what I'm saying? Instead of having ones that I don't love, which are still probably worth the same, but I would rather hold the one that I, you know what I'm saying, that I like that I think might have a value to somebody or might mature in value depending on. Um, and even like looking at the invisible friends ones, like you kind of see which ones are at the bottom with the buy now, you know? And so, um, you know, those wouldn't be the ones that you would call your favorites. Um, but you never know. Maybe it's like you picked, you picked two pre-reveal, you got a better shot of getting, you know, two great ones, um, that you paid cheap for. So. Well, that's the whole thing is like, I don't expect. So at the most, I think, you know, I'll take a 0.3 loss on it. Mm. And that's not even really possible because like it's bait. It's, right. You know, it's like, right, it's right. going to do right. something. It's going to have some type of pump in my head. Mm -hmm. And then also mm -hmm. like, I'm a person that has chosen a golden ticket before. So a couple of right. golden tickets. <laughs> right, right. So it's like, I'll play that game. You know, yeah. I'll play that game to possibly get like the crazy laser eye vape one or mm -hmm. not. But it's like, and if I get the, the shittiest of the shittiest ones, you know, like at least I know like I'll get 0. 0.3 out of it or I'll hold it. And then the floor might pump to one ETH or- Or 20. 20, yeah, you never know, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chris needs some new eyes, baby. <laughs> Chris Hopefully. needs some new eyes. Hopefully. <laughs> So that was my that was my strategy going into it, man. So um I don't know. I don't see the the BAPE NFT going to to 
ashes or to pieces anytime soon. Right. So we'll see about it. Hopefully there's there's it. no there's no dented bait project coming out tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, the weather, you know, the weather report shit was was unfortunate. Yeah. You know. No, it was. They got the weather fest today, though. You, you said you're you're gonna pull up. You're a holder. You're still a holder. No, uh, I'm not going. I, I was uh, gonna go. <laughs> okay, that's a little a little cappuccino for us. Yeah, afternoon. That's it's cool. A lot. It's like a festivals, performances, and that's why I'm like, man. It, that's the that's part. And no, no disrespect to them. It's just more of an example of kind of how I feel about the NFT stuff as well. It's just like. I'm not really interested to go see rappers perform. So that like thing for me as like a utility or a feature of your project doesn't do anything for me. I feel like some other people are going to be like that. Um, like we're going to have uh, the homie Trey, uh, Black Trey on here like one week because he's trying to put a project together and he wants to build his. Now he's got a lot of stuff to figure out, but he wants to build his around wine and, you know, wine tastings or you know so whatever i don't want to give it away but i'm just saying like i think this strategy of like oh we have celebrities behind a project or we'll have an event where you can go see rappers perform can't be the end-all be-all for every like cool hip thing you know what i'm saying like there has to be some kind of other style of events that are attached to you know these yeah. protocols that are other people you know there are other branches of people who are in the nfts who don't want to see little uzi vert perform like you know i do <laughs> no, i think i think you know they're just leveraging kind of like their cultural kind of like equity and like entertainment to kind of kick it off but hopefully it will be like some more like intimate because that's this isn't even a holder yeah this is like, an event this is an event that they're having yeah. everybody and the holders get in. No, nah, and I and I don't want to like sound like I'm hating on the event because I want them want it to be no, no. But I'm saying somebody might listen to it or feel like what the fuck is that nigga? On? Like no, nah, I I fuck with weather report. Like I bought the shit. I like the 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 pieces and I like what they're doing with the brand. I I just feel like me personally, I've been to a million rap shows, so it has nothing to do with what they're doing. Like I'm just saying, me as a snobby. You know what I'm saying? Mid thirties, like, you know what I'm saying? Older kind of swords want to sit at home and kick my feet up type nigga. Like I, I want to go to different places. You know, I want to do different things. And I think there should be NFT stuff that cater to different, um, different likes, different interests. You know, I agree. I concur. Yeah. Uh, Chris is going to the Zuki party. Was I supposed to say that? Yeah. <laughs> Zuki, what's yeah. that? Oh. oh, well, Azuki is a uh, uh, a PFP project that Mike uh, bought and made an amazing play with. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a anime PFP based project. The, the other day they said they're the they're the skateboarders of the NFT world, and that should make me super bullish, and everyone's super bullish on them. They remind me of, like, what Supreme, yeah, like the Supreme skateboarding era of uh, NFTs are supposed to, are going to be. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like that's what they're, like, I feel like they're kind of establishing the first cool, like, cultural shift with really good art and utility, and, like, they have a bunch of stuff coming. I think there's, like, a game and like rumors there's like a bunch of different rumors about what they got coming up uh they just they have a there's i think a leak that's said they have a clothing coming out for staple or with staple for holders mm -hmm. um but there's a party on the 30th in la uh secret location for uh people with uh, uh access to uh you know getting in the uh with their wallets getting in with their wallets and so i'm going in i'm going to meet up some, with some friends from my telegram group that i've never met before if I'm not here next Thursday, you know what's up. Nerds meeting in person. Oh, this is big. Uh, these, no, these fools are these fools are way. Well, this is well, this is big well energy, man. The floor is at like 17. It's it's, it's big. <laughs> like all all these homies have like had like 20. Like one of my friends had like 20. He's not coming. He doesn't need to come. This shit was the play of last season. This was the biggest play of NFT. It was, yeah. The the homie who uh I'm meeting up with is He's no joke. He is a goon. 
if he's not playing Elden Ring for 18 hours, he's trading for the other 18 hours a day. Mm. Yeah. He's going. Okay. So it uh, should be fun. should be interesting. Definitely going to be a boys allowed party. You asking about you asking about artifact and clone X, not mentioning Azuki, you you missing the part of the big yeah. picture, bro. I think that's the thing about them, Mike, that I really like though. They're still so low key if you think about what's like been uh that's what's on uh, other my... social streams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're real low key. Yeah, and they're always in the uh, top. Hello, listener. Guess who's back? It's me, Anthony Mays, your favorite butcher turned podcast producer. And I'm here to talk to you about ButcherBox. ButcherBox is the most convenient way to get high quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep, free shipping, vacuum sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then. It's ready to pop in the freezer. You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me. I promise. But maybe it happens. Butcher Box takes all of that out of the picture. You are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer, and you're not going to find quality for this price anywhere else other than ButcherBox. So sign up at butcherbox.com slash dings, D-I-N-G-S, and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer, plus get $20 off your first order. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Always in the top. That's true. Yeah. No, that's yeah, I think cause that's what happens when you're building and people notice. So, so you have a Zuki, Chris? I'm not gonna dox myself. <laughs> okay. So, you did you just dox yourself by not doxing yourself? <laughs> I don't know. You check on chain. You know, check the chain. Don't check me. Check the chain, man. Right, right. Yeah. Chain, I don't wear chains. Chain. Chain tells all the Yeah, Chain has all the secrets. Yes, sir. No, you want to know anything about my boy, man? Check the chain. Yes, sir. Now I feel that, Uh, Mike. You have some other topics you wanted to rap about? Not really. I mean, I was was actually going to tell you randomly off off topic. Um, I was taking my girl to work the other day and uh it was in calabasas and to go up the hill um in calabasas we had to go up this road and it's a big mountain and it's called stunt mountain <laughs> wait where oh, calabasas shout out to the philly homies man stunt mountain stunt mountain <laughs> so that just took me back. I love it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, for those, those that don't know, Mike McGoy is happy to be back. <laughs> Mike McGoy was in a group, a clique called Stun Mountain. Part of- that is not true. <laughs> what? Well, I was like, hold on. I don't know. Nah, those are the homies over there. Nah, nah. They, yeah. Yeah. And they still get to it to this day. Zeke was in Stun Mountain. Mike Zeke was, was in Stun Mountain. Yeah. Yeah. He had the chain. Big big star mountain piece. <laughs> yeah. Where is that piece today? Oh man, it's, it's been four other pieces. I bet he yeah. wishes it was some Bitcoin or uh, 
Ethereum, I guess. Yeah. Um, so let, let, let me ask this. Is anyone onboarding their parents? Oh, yeah. I got my parents. Uh, uh, I got my dad uh, ENS, my stepmom ENS, uh, ENS domain. Ethereum domain. What the hell is ENS? ENS are uh, addresses or domain names on the Ethereum network, um, which you know, Ethereum or can be used for wallets. You know, wallet addresses. You can send money to antichrist.eth or something, or send money to whatever you want. Uh, Budlight.eth. There's people who've made money front running those plays of buying ENSs for Nike and NBA and Bud Light, and made money in the last like three years because they bought them and saw that foresight. Uh, because of the Web3 hype and, you know, the speculation that these domains will be like the next, you know, domains of the future. Uh, uh, and, you know, there's features you can have on them already. But for right now, you can send, you can send money to them. And that's pretty cool. Uh, and it's so funny you brought that up, Chris, because in there, our group chat, I was actually going to tell you how I was about to capitulate and break down and get a .eth address. Yeah. So now you could definitely help walk your boy through that process as well, for sure. Oh, it's actually one of the easiest NFTs to buy, actually. It's an NFT I feel like everyone should check out buying. Um, well, it's the simplest like process. You still have to get Ethereum. Let's see. Do you have to put it on? Can you use like an easy on-ramp? Let me check. Got to go to the app. So it's still a decentralized app at ens.domains. Uh, oh, oh, while we're having a boring podcast of you uh, searching the internet, um, I did want to talk about the Yuga Labs um, $4 billion valuation. Um, yeah. So this is a company that was just started within the last couple years, two years. Uh-huh. A year um, and a half ago? A year ago? Yeah. And they raised $450 million. So does that does that include the money that they made from the apes? Uh, uh, uh I don't I don't know what it includes. Um so what I know they raised a bunch of money. Yeah. And the valuation came out after, of course, like ape token has been out for a few days. Mm-hmm. Which you know they didn't even make Ape Token, right? But Board Apes as a DAO decided to utilize it, probably skirting some securities type law shit or some, you know. Right. But yeah, four billion. That's pennies. <clears throat> yeah, take that right. shit up and knock out Shiba. Knock the Shiba market cap out the water first. Then we knock out well, who's next? Knock out XRP. Knock them niggas out the water. Mm-hmm. We need to knock out who else? Uh, who else needs? Who else is loaded right now? Who else is in? Oh, ADA, knock out ADA out the wall. You know, we got a lot of things they can knock out. I believe Ape will be like a top top ten token. Okay, Ape will be a top ten token. There's a dude. There's a bunch of shit on there that shouldn't be up there. Yeah. Okay. I think it could be a top ten token if as long as any if everything keeps going the same process like the same way in five years. Yeah. yeah. Easy. Uh, if things get really hyperbolic like we see it'll go to top 10 you know in the next year at the end of the year might not be up there anymore but for a second knockout dope bro doge has it, ape has more utility than fucking doge oh so they me. just went to a bitcoin atm it just went to bitcoin atms doge that was another topic we missed damn oh yeah Mike. they just put doge on, on the i wanted ATMs. to ask you about that too mike how do you see uh with the utilities, the additional utilities on the the uh, the coin, the board yacht ape club coin. Yeah, that that split yeah. yacht <laughs> ape club coin. <laughs> uh, when the show, when the hey, show, we, hey, we need to do the um derivative project board yacht. Somebody already did that. <laughs> that T Money Pack came in real loud, run right here. Damn. Damn. Yacht Club Ace. Board Ape Yacht Kush. Mike, I was saying. Mike, I was saying. 
I was so saying price-wise. Yeah. Pr like, what, what what are your realistic projections for Eight? the course? Yeah. Um, I looked to my analyst on that, uh, Chris. Market, mm. market cap-wise, what, what's possible, Chris? Uh, 120? Is that like our target? That's, that's our sell. That's our sell, sell sign. So, 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 so 120 is what I'm looking for. Yeah, personally, do not take this as financial advice. Anybody, right? Please, it's not, but with the market cap, that's feasible. That's like, the, I'm knocking out Shiba, right? Get that shit out of here. I think, uh, yeah, Shiba's in the top 35. I think the top 35 is probably going to happen in the next month or two. Once April comes around, oh, April's next month, I mean, next week, uh. Yeah, that's when uh, you know the other side, which is supposed to be the platform or the game or something, uh, for you know the ApeCoin and BAYC to be on or utilized, or uh, maybe it's just the announcement of the announcement. But that other side shit is kind of weird, man. I was thinking about Travis Scott. Uh, see you on the other side. I don't know that shit is. <laughs> it's been <laughs> running around in your mind. Yeah, yeah. that micro does it too. No, I'm, I'm just saying, like they were on. That's what he was on. Hey, you, hey, man, that nigga hasn't said two words since that shit happened. He's on the other side right now. <laughs> that nigga's <laughs> on the other side of the wall. Yeah, he's stuck on the other side. Oh, he's right so up so to where that, to where it doesn't even matter. He's so yeah, up. I know. And it's just crazy at this point now. The real estate portfolio is still increasing. Right. You know what I mean? Like, the hard assets of his are just still increasing. And he got digital assets. We all know that. He, shit. Fucking, uh, bro, weren't they on? What was that? Kylie was trying to get a fucking ape, right? But hold on, bro. Did, yeah, but but didn't they do, like, Minecraft or some shit like that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah the concert. Yeah, he, no, he, you know he got paid crypto, bro, or a part of that, did you? Like, you already know. Yeah, no, he's definitely heavily in the digital space, so he's not trying. Huh. Um, but it's interesting to see the people who haven't um, got down yet, especially the I, I, I have a question for y'all, and I wanted to bring this up, and obviously, skills, we, we could chop this up later. Mm -hmm. um, but I wanted to know how... The sentiment was around the DeFi gaming space right now, because it seems to me that they've been hitting, taking a pretty big hit recently. You know, the DFK projects, um, you know, then there are even like the Mobius projects, I think. And then also, uh, what's the, the Gala, Gala projects, yeah. coins all getting massive hits right now. I wanted to see if you guys have heard anything about that or see, understand why, or just the whole space is down, or how's that working? Uh, tokens just took a hit in general. All tokens, all coins were taking a hit until the last week. DFK is up off of some coin-based wallet integration bullshit, a uh, bunch of hopium. Uh, all game, I mean, all tokens are kind of just going up right now. Literally, even the default, even Ohm is moving up right now. So you know it's a it's a market trend thing right now. Uh, I see everything going up for the next as long as there's nothing weird. Next, like I've been saying now for a month, next two three months, I see everything is going up slowly. The shit that we are out of DFK going to go up. The shit that we are in is going to go up. We're going to feel FOMO from shit that we missed. Uh, our people are going to come in and say, like, "Oh look, Luna or, D or our friends are going to come in and say DFK is up." Or uh, you guys is are it? coming to me and say, "Look, Hex is up." And it's all going to be going up at the same time. Uh, is there any reason why we're not in DFK? I mean, maybe it's not a, a conversation for, for this. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's, we, we got out because we didn't see anything going well for a second. And that's what, you know, the trading mindset compared to investing mindset. Or And this is what bothers me, bro. And I love you guys to death. And I hope this is kind of like a, a learning point for a teaching point for even anyone that's listening. But like, Man, we have great ideas all the time, bro. Yeah. You feel me? Great picks all the time all that the time. we just boof ourselves out of because someone is not happy with this week in the market. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that, that is not a, 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 a an investing strategy that's going to win. Yeah. You feel me? And it's like, man, we're sometimes we make too many moves 
or we move just for the sake of moving yeah as opposed to just hunkering down and believing in the project that you guys picked or that we picked that we agreed on yeah i mean we have we hunkered down to you know negative 80 percent jeez that's that's i'm with you mike but you know you know have your stop losses we've talked about this already we've had yeah we talked about this explicitly and that's not our yeah you know i mean in crypto you know 50 percent stop losses is good all right i want i want to ask y'all I'm more I'm gonna push more on this because I feel like in this the, the DeFi gaming space, I'm hearing a lot of people who are kind of like crypto, you know, noobs into the space, but are getting in, are onboarding through DeFi gaming. I want to see uh, what your thoughts were on the future oh, of that there's space. There's a lot of bag holders. There's a lot of bag holders from the last three, four, five, six months that didn't sell the top like we should have, uh, that held on to the bottom. Uh, a lot of new people got in through that, you know, three months ago uh, when it kept going down. A lot of, you know, that's the thing. That's the trend right now. The play to earn on TikTok and all this. Those are the coins that blew up or the metaverse coins and the metaverse theme. And that's what Ape is part of. And Ape is the revival. That's another thing, too. Uh, when I, That night when Ape came out, I was like, oh, well, metaverse tokens are going to come back no matter what. No matter if DFK didn't do anything, if DeFi Kingdoms didn't still hasn't done anything that they said they're going to do for the last three months and gone to AVAX or if they did like if uh world I mean world's unstoppable uh <laughs> but like if Gala or whatever else didn't have a new development because of Ape they're still probably going to go up right now as long as Ape keeps going up oh the market keeps going up you know it's a yeah. again we know the tech only only half matters it's just inevitable like yeah all those projects Gala um worlds decentraland sandbox any other it's all types of like smaller projects that are being developed within all of those ecosystems like it's just a matter of time and i think that the people that take a zoom out and like mike said don't look at it from like a daily game standpoint and kind of like be like oh this is the future i'm in this for long haul you know, for years, um, for uh, just a year, just give it a year, even like just, you know, one year, it, you know, 12 months. But um, I think everybody like, you know, that's in the DeFi gaming space and the play to earn space, just know that. And it's just, bro, it's inevitable. Like, I'm down on all my coins. I don't even look at my coins. Yeah. I have, I don't look at them. And where I'm going with this, and thank you for that, for those answers. Where I'm going with this is also because there are a lot of people who, um, you know, not I would say a lot of people, but there are certain some people who I, I've been following who are purchasing, you know, or running nodes, right? Running like strong nodes, mm -hmm. and watching the price from on strong go from basically 500 per strong down to like 215, 213. Mm -hmm. And it taking 10 strong to purchase one node. So that price basically went from $5,000 down to roughly like 2300 to purchase a node. I'm looking at this like, is this a good time to get in? Oh wait, to get a node or to buy a token? To get both, because I mean that you, you get paid in tokens. So as that continues to go up, also then one hand kind of washes the other. This is, yeah, time horizon depending. But as I was watching the strong price collapse, it's like man, I wonder also like that's also like your compensation collapsing as well. Yeah, your passive income or like yeah earnings yield whatever. Um, and so I don't know if I'm just looking too closely at that and not zooming out far enough. You know what I mean? Because it's like, it's still a very good passive play that you can just have, you know. For accumulation. And that's yes. the other thing. It's like, if you believe in the ecosystem, which is Gala, I don't know right. what the hell is that, but at all time high, I think it was 
what, Chris, like 40 some cent, 60 cent, 70, 80 cent. Yeah, it got close to a dollar, I feel um, like. And maybe shit, it's probably half of that right now or less. But if you believe in like the ecosystem and what they're building, it's it's a great accumulation phase in time. Yeah. No, but and this is where the tokenomics is really important as well because I'm realizing, you know, even watching something like Gala, um, because I've been on the sideline, finger on the trigger, re ready to kind of go with it or jump in, but trying to see which project to jump into. And I, one thing I, I keep noticing is the price, you know, fluctuations, the price action on Gala is way too heavy for me, and <laughs> I believe. Right. But also, I believe it's because you have to dump the coin in order to get paid. It's a farming. Right. It's a farm coin. Yeah. Right. But you have to dump the coin in order to fucking convert to USD. I'm or it, Chris. <laughs> yeah, you're right. No, for sure. Like, you're supposed to dump that coin. Yeah. Supposed, you're not in that, you know, that was one of Chris and I's, like, not even like, argument but you know we got air the looks airdrop and you know i was bag holding and he, and chris had to remind me like yo bro this is a farm token like mm. this isn't a token that you know like you buy and hold like people are earning this uh, at a high interest rate for doing nothing and dumping it for ethereum or cash or whatever mm -hmm. so it's like you're combating like a whole nother like price action, like, you know, just holding it when other people are like, oh, I'm earning like a thousand of this in every week. Like I'm paying my rent or like I'm converting it to eat to go put into NFTs or whatever the fuck people want to do with it. But and I feel like that's like the next level of you know, uh, not not the roadmap, but basically, uh, what's that shit called? The coin, not coinography, but like tokenomics. the reason. The yeah, the tokenomics. My apologies, that's what I was looking for. I feel like that's the purpose of the tokenomics, and I feel like I, I don't know. Maybe and Chris could probably answer more to this. I don't know if that's now being viewed as a real concern, right? And like now they're creating additional tokens that are designed to be dumped, a lot of these DeFi projects right now. Do you feel like the awareness is now rising that we now have to create additional token that can be dumped? Or do you feel like people uh, are just kind of- I think it's just where the utility is. Like with Ape, you have to use it to buy a bunch of land and stuff like that. Like you're not buying the land, like a lot of these other projects, you buy the land in ETH. You buy it off OpenSea, you buy it off a of secondary, you mint it, blah, blah, blah. Like the, the token utility, the token doesn't have full, fully uh, thought out utility. Like you could do a lot more things to make it so that token is worth more, but also like use or sold less because you needed to do other stuff. Like a project me and Mike really like uh, called, uh, was it Heroes NFT Collection? Uh, they use the token hearts to do like their own, they use their own platform. Like he has his own marketplace. He uses to buy for now just the wizards or the, the 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 avatars that you use in the game that he's making. But you know, allegedly we'll use it for a bunch of other things in buying and crafting or uh, you know doing actions in the game or on on the platform. I think that's the thing where a lot of these things fall short because that's what it is. Like sometimes you have to build liquidity to make some of these things work and the devs know that and we know that but not everyone else can know that exactly and that's kind of where i'm going to, to like i feel like the investor or at least you know on the average level is, is now starting to kind of wake up or maybe not maybe we're on the, the earlier edge of it but we're still early like these, yeah like these coins that that don't have you know it's on liquidity coin or it's on liquidity token attached to it are just getting dumped like crazy. And I'm watching Gallup be one of them. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. It's it's a lot of uh a lot of coins is gonna fail, a lot's gonna get dumped. Um 
just want to wrap up this episode of crypto bros you know we talked a lot about coins and the possibility of what's the next top 10 token um so you know for everybody out there listening you know keep your your eyes open your ears open because new coins are going to be coming out and the game is going to be continuously changing yeah, and they're going to go down after they go up. So. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. 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 Please sell if you feel like you're, you're, like you're up. Exactly. You know you're up, so. hey, Yeah, take profit. So for Mike Rosset, Chris Epps, Mike McGoy, Jason Madison, the Crypto Bros, we out. Peace. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.